Well, hello everybody. It's Pastor Greg Hagan here. I want to welcome you in. Appreciate your time as you take a few moments to listen to another one of our podcasts talking about life's reflections, family reflections. If you haven't been able to tell, you hear it's a little noisier around where I'm at. Well, I am actually sitting on the beautiful white sand beaches of Fort Morgan area of Gulf Shores, Alabama. Got a youth group over here beside me playing a little baseball here in the twilight. Wish I had a uh, picture to show you, but honestly, if you go to Facebook, I did just do a live broadcast with some video and some audio that you'll uh, enjoy taking a look at this glorious sunset and the nature around me right now as I sit here on the beach. So I apologize if maybe the audio quality is not as good as it has been, but again, it's kind of a, this is our first remote broadcast, let's call it. So as I said here, again, is, uh, by the way, the Facebook is facebook.com backslash Pastor Greg 2, P-A-S-T-O-R-G-R-E-G, and the number 2, so Pastor Greg 2. Also, if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me at pastorgreg2 at gmail.com. So today, I just, again, want to take a few moments of reflection. Again, I do encourage you to go to Facebook and take a look at the live video that I posted. Beautiful, beautiful nature, sunset, the Gulf of Mexico, the waves crashing. Setting here is again, the sun is going down and gone and just enjoying the evening in God's presence. You know, it reminds me of the verse in the Bible where it says, Be still and know that I am God. What happens in our life? You know, we get so busy just going through the motions each day and spending our time in the same daily routine. And how many times at the end of the day or how about at the end of the week do we sit back and realize, man, what have we done for God? What have we done for ourselves? What have we done to, to grow closer to Him? And one of the things I remind you of in our life is that we never stay the same. We're either growing and becoming better or we're getting worse. It's just like saying, I never change. Yeah, you do. You're a minute older. You're a year older. You know, you're always changing. And so in our life, let's, let's strive to be more, you know, to be better, to be more like God would have us to be each day. And to me, that's kind of what the be still and know that I'm God's all about. You know, we have other secular phrases we hear, things like stop and smell the roses. You know, we see the, the beauty around us, but how often do we really stop and appreciate and admire it and just like tonight sitting here and hopefully you can hear those waves crashing wave after wave after wave and there's still enough daylight that I'm able to see those beautiful waves as they make their way onto the the sand the tide will begin to move in I look around I see the last bits of color under the clouds as the Sun is giving way Soon, you know, the moon will take over and provide its light. I see the lights from the oil derricks and oil rigs off on the horizon. Just in awe of nature. You know, I look to the right, to the left, and there's sand as far as the eye can see. Just miles and miles of just natural shoreline beauty. Not created by man. Not able to be duplicated by man. Not able to be controlled by man. We don't control the tides. We don't control the seas. We don't control the, the sand and the, and the tide and the ocean. Only God does. And so even in the midst of this world that is full of chaos, there's the order of God. It was interesting. I, I talked previously back when we had our last 
uh, eclipse that happened. You know, they can tell you when the next one will be down to the very moment, down to the very... They, they can tell you, no matter where you're at in the world, when the next one will happen. How can that be so predictable? Because it's God. And that's how predictable God is. That's how trustworthy God is. We, we, we have weathermen that can't tell you what the weather's going to be in the next hour. But yet, they can tell you 20 years from now the solar eclipse schedule that's going to happen. That's because God is so true and so predictable and so faithful. To me, that speaks of the faithfulness of God, the, the rising of the sun, the setting of the sun, uh, the tides, the seasons, the things that we know are going to happen because those are the things that God's in control. The things that God controls, there's no question about. They will happen. And so in our life each day, again, the reminder to us to to be still and know that He's God. The chaos, the unpredictability of the world that comes at us constantly each day, it's nice to be reminded that we do still have the steadiness, the faithfulness of God in our life and around us in the world if we just will stop and see it and recognize it. And so just as I sit here watching again these last few moments of what little bit of daylight there is, I know that tomorrow the sun will come back. I know that tomorrow God will have another day, another opportunity for me to grow and for me to learn and for me to be more like Him and more like what He would have me to be. And I just ask you to take that same challenge. Be reminded of the faithfulness of God by the consistency of the tides, by the predictability of the sun rising and the sun setting. You know, we know the moment the sun will set tomorrow. We know when it will rise. We have all of that because, again, of God's faithfulness. And so in your life today, trust God's faithfulness. Let me ask you a question. Do you know God? The Bible says these things are written so that you may know that you have eternal life. And as I sit here and I watch this steady waves crashing in, I ask you tonight, do you know that you have eternal life with God? Do you know that when the time is over and it comes for you to depart this world, because you are an eternal being, you were created in eternal life, where will you spend that eternal life? Will it be in heaven with God? Or will it be in hell, away from God, separated from all the good that God is? One other analogy I like to share in church is right now I'm reaching down and I'm playing with the grains of sand. And it's amazing. I mean, think about how many grains of sand that you can just pick up and hold in the palm of your hand. But then I look, and it's probably, you know, 40 yards behind me and miles to my right, miles to my left. I can't see the end of the sand. And as I pick up these grains of sand, if I was to think about one grain of sand as being this lifetime, all the rest of this beach is eternity. That's a lot. That's a lot to consider. That's heavy. And so this one grain of sand, my lifetime, is my opportunity to decide and to determine the fate of this beach in my eternal life. And so I ask you tonight, do you know Jesus? Jesus says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but by me. Jesus didn't say he's a way. He said he's the way. 
the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father. The Father, God, God is in heaven. And so no one comes to God. No one comes to heaven but by Jesus. Uh, you know, I, I live 14 miles north of where I'm sitting right now, or a little more than that, actually, probably about 35 miles from where I'm sitting. And if I start walking south into this beautiful Gulf of Mexico, no matter how honest or sincere I am, I'm not going to make it home. And not being able to swim, I'm probably not going to make it too far out of that beautiful Gulf of Mexico. So no matter how honest, no matter how dependable we are, no matter how faithful we are, no matter how sincere we are, if we don't believe the truth and if we don't accept the truth, then we're lost and we're doomed. And so Jesus said, He is the way, the life, the truth. John 3.16 tells us, For God so loved the world that He gave. He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so I ask you tonight, Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We don't measure up. I've asked people many times, they say, Well, you know, I'm going to live the best life I can, and I'm going to hope that by the end of my life, I'm 51% good, that I've done more good than bad, and God's going to give that as an account for me. And I've asked people to tell me, what does 51% good look like? What is your opinion of someone who's more good than bad? That's subjective. That's, that's not something you can put faith and trust in. That's not something that these things are written to give me assurance of eternal life about. And so the only thing that can give me that assurance, and so the Bible tells us also, Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The only thing we can earn is death. A gift is something we freely accept. We don't have any control over. We didn't earn it. We didn't deserve it. It is given to us as a gift. That's what makes it a gift. And God says, listen, I'm giving you a gift if you will only receive it, if you'll only unwrap it, take it, and make it yours. And that gift is my son Jesus. Perfection for your imperfection. Joy for your sadness. Eternal life for your eternal death. And so Jesus paid the price for our sins. And Jesus offers us, and God offers us through Jesus, the forgiveness of our sins. If we will just only believe, and the Bible then tells us in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, we shall be saved. And so believe in your heart that God loves you enough. A lot of times that's the hardest thing for us to do is to believe that God loved me that much. But folks, I'm telling you right now, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. God cannot love you more than he does right now. And guess what else? God can't love you less than he does right now. He will never love you more. He will never love you less. And so right now where you are, please pray with me. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I've done things that are wrong, and God, I am sorry. But I believe and know that you love me, and you offered your son Jesus to die in my place, to be perfection in exchange for our imperfection, to be the, the sacrifice, to be the one that paid the price for my sins so that I don't have to. I believe in you, and I know that Jesus was born of that Virgin Mary, lived that perfect life, and died on that cross, and rose again three days later, and is alive today. Forgive me, God. Come into my life. Save me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, that's part of it. That's the confession. The rest of it is believing in your heart truly what you just prayed. And friends, the Bible tells me that if you do that in sincerity, that God is faithful and just and He will hear you 
and he will forgive you of your sins. And the Bible says he will cast your sin as far as the east is from the west. And so tonight, I hope you prayed that prayer. And if you did, please write me. Let me know. Get a hold of me. Again, PastorGreg2 at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook at PastorGreg2. Let me know so I can continue to pray for you, to encourage you, because that's what life is all about. Thank you again for listening. Please get a hold of me. Let me know how the ministry, how the podcast is helping you, serving you. Again, if you are local within a couple of hours of the Foley, Alabama area, I'd love to come and to speak and to minister at your church or your meeting anywhere I can to help to spread the message of the hope and the gospel of Jesus Christ and to encourage you. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to enjoy a few more minutes watching again this last seconds now really of the sun as things are really passing away. I can barely make out the waves, but I still hear them. I still hear them and I still know that God is there. God bless you. Be on the lookout tomorrow night or tomorrow. I'll be posting uh, the next sermon Sunday as I'll be preaching about where was Jesus. Those three days when Jesus died on that cross, where was he and what was he doing? Gaining and winning the victory for you and me. Wonderful message. Be looking for that in the future. In the meantime, enjoy life. It's a journey. Make sure you take it with good friends, good people that you love and care about and enjoy it to the fullest. God bless you and have a wonderful evening.